0: Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. Hi, I'm Penny Haslam. Today in the podcast... Just think of the power of all of this, the power of visibility. Whoop, woo! let's do it. I'd not heard of Sheryl Sandberg before she did a TED Talk. And the TED Talk was basically the whole foundation stone of the Lean In movement, uh, which seems quite old now. A weirdly, but it was so fantastically radical at the time. She then wrote a book called Lean In or something along those lines about women in work thinking that they couldn't put their foot down on the accelerator when it came to their careers because of thinking about things like relationships and having children and other responsibilities outside of work. And her shtick was go for it, don't worry about it, jog on. Now she started her TED Talk in an unusual way for a lot of professionals at the time, which is why it stood out. And the idea was that it was an impromptu sort of moment, but obviously it was practiced, wasn't it? Anyway, she started off by saying something like, my child was crying as I left to come here to talk to you schmucks. I left uh, San Francisco where I live on Monday and I was getting on the plane for this conference and my daughter, who's three, when I dropped her off at preschool, did that whole hugging the leg, crying, mom, you don't get on the plane thing. This is hard. Really excellent stuff. And really bizarrely radical at that time going, oh, a lady, of- a lady chief officer uh, with a child who's willing and happy to declare that she was a bit torn between the two ideas, motherhood and working? Can you lean into working? When I came to do my little TEDx talk, I didn't get a plane to go there. Um, (laughs) But I did want to do it on the visibility of women, the power of visibility of women. The message is that women aren't to be heard, women aren't to be seen, women certainly aren't meant to be listened to or taken seriously as experts. And that never struck me as fair. Where are the women. It's all very well leaning in, but unless you're seen to be doing well, you know, what's the point sort of thing? You don't want to be a best kept secret. Um, I'd been setting up a business trying to get organizations to push their women onto TV and radio. And it wasn't working because there weren't any women high up enough to be deemed great to go on TV and radio. And so my business idea just didn't triangulate clearly enough. There wasn't a good enough strategy there to get enough customers through to you know pay my rent and wages, um, <laughs> develop my business. So I was struck by the lack of women, the dearth of lady chief operating officers, etc. And in through the research into that, I discovered lots of things that we I take for granted as knowledge now about women leaving the workplace not long after they've had kids because they don't feel like they fit in or they're not progressing in their careers well enough, or they're being sidelined, marginalized for crap roles that they don't necessarily want. They're also knackered, so they're not allowed flexible working and stuff like that. And this was a problem for organizations. They're kind of shooting themselves in the foot because they weren't enabling women to flourish in the workplace. In fact, they were doing everything in their power or because it's been, always been done like that, to turn women off. And therefore, there was a problem. There was a, a tension there between women leaving the workplace or not being seen or not being developed well enough in their careers to then pop up the pipeline to the next level, to leadership. And there was a massive lack of executive directors, not enough women on boards, etc., etc. So the, the things were coming to light And for me, it was just this silly conundrum, which could be easily solved with a few tweaks and a whole heap of visibility. In my research for the TEDx talk, I did a lot of research and I checked out how women were being portrayed on websites. I also came across a massive employer in Cumbria. Now, Cumbria was where I was going to be doing my TEDx talk, so it made sense to look at some big employers around there and see how they were portraying the women in their workplace. Sellafield, nuclear power plant, massive employer. The website was weird. It had loads of young women in apprenticeship roles learning And doing stuff like not just the (laughs) classic picture of where the female in the photograph is maybe at a laptop or piece of machinery. And the older white guy is pointing at something to help her explain or is looking kind of like more knowledgeable in the photograph. You know, the one. And if you have those on your website, get rid of them, please. But anyway, this was actual women with actual equipment having agency and authority and ability. I was so interested in what had happened here because clearly someone had selected those pictures. Who was it? Who'd put those pictures on? Why? And was it conscious? So I rang, being the journalist that I was, I rang the press office at Sellafield and went, aye, aye, what's going on here then? You've got some images, positive images, of women in your workplace, did you know that? They went, yes, we did know that. And we have made a conscious decision, a choice to put more women on our websites because we are talent poor. We need more talent to come through our doors. We're in a rural remote area. We need skilled people in science and technology in an area where there isn't a densely populated um, selection of candidates to draw on. And we need to find more women, because that's where the supply will come from in our minds. Now, at the time, the national average for young women becoming apprentices in STEM sector organisations was 6%. So, 6% of any annual cohort of apprentices were made up of women, just 6%. 6%. Oh, my goodness. But at Sellafield, that had jumped to 25 freaking percent. 25% of all of their applicants were girls, young women looking for work there. Okay, so that for me was like the moment where I said, yes, visibility is absolutely crucial. Whether it's in a photograph on a website or whether it's more women round the table at a meeting in an organization or more women at the top, whatever. It's not about more women. It's about where you put them, where you see them. And it's that old adage, isn't it? You can't be what you can't see. Or you can only be what you can You know what I mean? So what message do you send when you elevate the women in your organization to be seen more to be heard more? So, it's always been a bugbear of mine that this crappy situation exists, that there aren't enough there aren't enough women in the pipeline, there aren't enough women in leadership. Well, yeah, and there's only so much sponsoring and mentoring and championing that you can do in an organization or helping everyone learn about equality, diversity, and inclusion. Yes, great, 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 great. Keep doing all that. But it's not really working because we've got the same problems we had 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and the pandemic has not helped. There has been a mass exodus of women out of the workplace. So for me, it was and still is the solution. Part of the solution is to help women become more visible. And so I have put my book, Make Yourself a Little Bit Famous, into a program format for women to help them do just that. I am beyond excited. I want to see more women, more visible, more of the time. It's not such a great ask. It really isn't. And if it worked for Sellerfield in such a stark and impressive way, it could work for every organisation out there. (gasps) So I thank you, Sheryl Sandberg, lady boss at Facebook, as you were, for having such a massive influence on me and the work and the research that I did for my own little TEDx talk, which wasn't that great, by the way. Don't go and watch it. Um, I have become a lot better as a speaker since. However, the ideas in it, oh yeah, makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Just like, just think of the power of all of this, the power of visibility. Woo Let's do it. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.